peace and welcome to the tailored healing collective podcast this is a space where we discuss everything sacred medicine motherhood healing practices across the globe and transformation above all it is my hope you take each story shared here and find empowerment in your own life for it is here that we educate the mind to liberate the soul i'm your host taylor of the Tailored Healing Collective podcast. I am back after another brief hiatus. Whatever is going on astrologically in the sky right now has had me in a chokehold where (laughs) I am questioning my identity every two weeks. Spiraling, but in the best ways possible, it just... It takes a few steps back to realize where you are in life and what's going on and how to proceed forward when you can never predict what the next day will be like. My co-host Luna is here with me today. She (laughs) she's in her luxury bouncer right now (laughs) because if I hold her, she will try to take control of the entire show today. So there's so many things that we have talked about over the past six months Starting off with sacred medicine, psychedelics, bless you baby, um, parenting, transformation, and it has greatly shaped my journey this year. The spiraling that I've been doing lately, a lot of it has to do with figuring out what my next steps are. And I think no matter how much we plan, how much we program ourselves to see certain things happening for us no one can see what's next no one can plan the next steps of their lives not in full picture you can have a vision for your life for sure but you'll never know quite how it will manifest and again those are my favorite words that I put into my EP last year I don't know how, I don't know when, but I manifest what I want again and again. And even I forget the I don't know how, I don't know when part. I just wonder, where is it at? Why is it not here yet? Why are the things that I've written out on paper not happening? And over the past year, (laughs) she's like, why aren't you picking me up? (laughs) Over the past year, I feel like I keep planning for these things to happen and they keep collapsing around me. And I'm looking like, okay, why isn't this happening? And I'll, I'll tell you all, I've I've tried to start a show outside of the podcast this year. I thought I was going to do a docu-series. I thought that I was going to release um, a psychedelic motherhood program. There were so many things. I don't do things in the typical way like YouTubers will tell you to do it. And they're like, if you just stick to this plan and you post all the time and you stay consistent once a week, you know, it'll it'll build up over time. And I'm like, I don't see any results. And I get tired of doing the same thing all the time. And, you know, that can be a problem because consistency is everything. But, 
you know, just like we say, healing is not linear. I do not think that consistency always happens in the way you think it does. I don't think consistent always means doing everything repetitively the same day, the same method. Because, you know, what happens when you get into a car accident? Or what happens when you have a fight with your partner? Or when a friend unexpectedly, you know, makes you upset and you don't want to speak anymore? There are things that are going to interfere with our days that may not necessarily allow us to run the exact same way every day. We're not robots. You know, we're humans with emotion. And learning to master those emotions, I believe, is very important because once we master them, we know we know when a tidal wave is coming, we know how to stay calm through the wave. You know, that's the importance that they say of meditation and breathing and staying in tune with yourself. And these are things that we learn on trips and journeys, but things that we also learn in parenting and motherhood. You know, when, you're, when your kid is reacting to something, you know, okay, here comes the big wave. She's about to have a breakdown. Let, let's stay calm. We know what's the procedure. Uh, so, you know, when, when planning for big things in your life, you just, there, there's no way of knowing. There is no way of knowing what's going to happen or how it's going to happen or what may interfere with the plans that you had for yourself. And I think that's something that they leave out a lot of the time, like in all these manifestation and success and motivational videos, you forget the part where something is going to throw you off multiple times and you won't know where you're going or what you're doing and you're going to want to give up. And... I would absolutely be lying to you if I said that this does not happen to me, if not daily, at least weekly, where something will happen like, okay, you ready? I get knocked down, get back up again. Okay, two more jabs, pow, pow, down, back up again. And then the next three or four weeks will be good. And then here comes that retrograde, pow, pow, pow. And it's a hot mess. Um... But somehow, some way, you know, we're still navigating out here. I have switched the theme of this podcast several times, you know, thinking I was just going to, I was just going to talk about psychedelics. And then I, I came to this conclusion that it wasn't for me anymore, that my time had ended speaking about sacred medicine and how it could help people because I felt like. She wasn't having it. I felt like I was becoming too close-minded. That there are all these communities and groups that I've seen and been a part of, you know, whether it be centered around a religion or a hobby or a form of spirituality. And when you join these groups, it kind of closes you off from other ideas. So as someone who has experienced many different religions and you know, types of spiritualities and ways of life, I felt that it was very limiting for me. Sorry, I'm away from the microphone a little bit. I felt that it was very limiting for me to just completely speak to my audience about why they should use mushrooms or why they should use psychedelics and parenting because I think that that takes away our inability to figure out how we parent without these things. Yeah, it can make the parenting experience a lot better. You know, learning how to touch and tap in with our own emotions can make for a better parenting experience. But let's just say, hypothetically, that one day there are no more psychedelics. There are no more 
of these specific kinds growing around anyway. What do you do? Do you just go back to being a bad parent? I think that in the future, you know, because they are now normalizing using mushrooms and things, that there's going to be rehab centers for things like this. Because people will get addicted to this good feeling all the time and they'll forget that sometimes you have to get knocked down in order to get back up. We can't always turn to sacred medicine every time we need something. It's a great tool. I mean, I, I had to learn that. I started, you know, when I started publicly speaking about this, I started speaking about cannabis and how it helped me overcome, you know, a traumatic birth experience that I had. That was the title. And eventually, I've now gotten to a point where I don't consume cannabis at all anymore. And I never thought that I would because I love it. It's a, it's a great plant. It is a wise teacher. It has given me some of the happiest and funniest memories and some of the best sleep in my life. But I've now gotten to a point where I'm like, okay, how do I optimize myself without having to use so many outside sources or things? Because, you know, with that, you know, there, there there's a dark side, just like there's a dark side to anything. You know, you can get caught up in you know this one specific way of healing yourself or being better that you never experiment with any other ways especially with yourself and I think facing ourselves is like one of the hardest things one of the hardest things that we can do right now because when you have to put away all the tools and you're just left with a mirror looking at yourself and you're like wow this is me without without the mushrooms guiding me, without cannabis, without um, without a shoulder to lean on all the time. This is me. This is who I came into this world to be, and this is who I'm going to leave as. It's a hard thing to look yourself in the mirror like that because then you see all your flaws, everything you've done wrong, everything you've done right. You know, looking at that duality, you're not just looking at a, a healed person. You're looking at a broken person as well, and we have to remember that, that we're both. <laughs> She is on one this morning. <laughs> so one thing that has kept me going is realizing that like just because things don't always go your way, it's not the end. You know, the world isn't ending because we thought that our journey was going to go one way and then we got sidetracked and did something else. Um, I heard a speech the other day by Steve Jobs and one of the things he was saying was like, you know, when you're connecting the dots, you have to look back at the past. You can't look forward all the time. And in my life, I have looked at the little things that I've picked up over my life and wondering like how I've become who I am and where it is I'm going. And I'll be honest, I still don't know where I'm going right now. I have no clue. I do know that there are specific things that I want in this life. And even once I achieve them, I don't know what's next. I don't know, you know, once I fulfill that dream, what will be next for me to achieve or overcome in my mind or in my head. But I look back at everything that I've done and a lot of it has been towards healing other people, transmuting energy, um, provoking people a little bit to push them and to make them better. And I've seen it happen several times throughout my life, you know, where I'll challenge someone and it could have very well ended the friendship. And I'll look back at myself like, man, Taylor, you shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't have done that. But if that's naturally who I am, then I kind of have to accept that in order to help heal the world, that that's not a, a clean job. That, that's a pretty messy job if you think about it, because 
people have demons. People have, you know, pain and trauma running around in their head and you never know exactly how they think because you don't know every one of their experiences. But if your job is to be someone who provokes to incite change, you have to know that it's not, everybody's not going to be happy about it. Everybody is not going to congratulate you or celebrate you because you've helped them on their ultimate path to healing. They may realize it, you know, down the line, like, wow, she wasn't trying to hurt me or he wasn't trying to, you know, call me a whatever. You know, I'm not even going to say anything specific, but it takes time. And then it kind of takes like understanding that this is the path that you're meant to walk. So another one of the things that... You know, I've kind of been going through when I said that it's the, the identity thing. We find so much truth in what other people say all of the time that it's really hard to discern what your truth is. And what I mean by this, at least in my own experience, is I watch a lot of YouTube videos and sometimes I can even get hyper fixated on like how people do things and then try to make it my identity. But the thing is like we as humans are so unique. It does not matter how much we emulate the way that somebody else does something. They could never do it like us. And that's because, you know, we we all experience very specific things for a reason because it shapes our personal story. Now we all are a part of a collective consciousness that is you know, meant to come together, but something I was telling a, a, a family member of mine the other day, you know, there there has to be dark and light. It has to balance each other out. So while I'm sure we would all love for there to be a perfect world where everybody is in peace and harmony all the time, that's just not the way the world works. And it's not about one is bad and the other one is good. It's just like you need to see one side of life in order to understand how another one works you have to know what pain is like in order to feel what it is to win or to feel joy. Because if you don't, that's all you'll ever feel. You won't be able to tell the difference between the two and you'll be stuck in one world over the other. And that's an important thing I think I've learned, especially being in you know, a world talking about indigenous and sacred medicines. Sometimes I've gotten so caught up in the spiritual life that I forget that I have a physical one to live right now. And while I don't think it's wrong to guide other people through using these medicines, because some of them are stuck on the other side, you know, they're stuck in the logical world and they don't know how to tap into the feeling one. I think that both can have dire consequences if we don't find balance. And balance isn't just about, you know, just the spiritual. It's also about the material, and I think that gets confused very often where we're, we're thinking we have to choose. We have to say, okay, I can be the spiritual being that helps everyone, but acquiring tons of money for it isn't a good idea because that means I only think about wealth and I only think about money. When in fact, the way we're looking at wealth is associating it with one lifestyle. You know, that means I crap on everybody around me and I don't help out my community and I don't do this and I don't do that, but I... I've seen that it's the people who are not willing to change their lives that complain the most about people who have. And then they want their help simultaneously. Like, yeah, you're wrong because you don't spread your riches out anywhere, but I'm not going to help myself. Like, why are you worried about what they're doing? Do you? See how you can help the world. See how you can progress forward. 
see how you can make a change. Don't worry about what Jeff Bezos or Steve Jobs or Elon Musk is doing. Like, what can you do for the world? How can you change? And, you know, this may come under fire at some point. Who? I have no idea what that was. I think it was this laptop. <laughs> <laughs> but it may come under fire. I don't know that I have, you know, a bunch of listeners, but you know, you never know. Some day somebody could at one point. Um but we know that, you know, exploitation of labor and all of this is a thing. But I also just want to point out that the way that people live their lives, yes, is a part of their their social conditioning, you know, what they were taught about the world and the way the world is. But the thing is, we are extraordinary as human beings. And we can take in so much information where we can make and create our own opinions about the world and the things that are going on. And if one day someone in a completely destitute community and neighborhood with no good influences woke up and said, I don't want to live like this anymore, and they put their energy into finding a way to make that happen, no one could tell them anything. You know, society could say, yeah, nobody like you comes from a good neighborhood and we're meant to live like this and you need to give back to us. But it's like, focus on yourself. You don't know what's going on in this person's mind, what their background is. Yes, we are a global community, but we're still individuals at the end of the day. And I think sometimes that I was looking up a video the other day on a hive mind and how bees think. And sometimes like with hive mentality, we forget how to be individuals. We forget that we have specific dreams of our own that we can follow and that we're so busy looking at, around at everyone else, expecting us to like band up and be a community all the time that we take away individuality. I myself have struggled with finding community very often because once I join a group, it's just like something about it. I don't fit there. And then the problem is I find fault in that, that, oh, I'm just not like willing to have community and that's why I can't ever stay a part of a group. But it's not that. It's that I was not born in this world to have a hive mindset. I have to be an individual. And my greatest joy is in accepting who I am and what I'm here to do. And not what I'm here to do for everybody else because it's a ripple effect. As long as I serve myself, I serve others. Because if I have gifts that I tap into and that I know that I have, if I use them and spread them out, they multiply. And I'll never know who it touches or you know who it wakes up. But just the fact that I'm tapping into that gift, that is serving the community. I think we've been given this distorted idea that, you know, that feeding the hungry and, you know, putting a, a roof over the homeless, you know, that's the only way we can give back to our communities. And that's, I think that's false. I think that being ourselves is a way that we give back to our communities. I think making a different choice than everyone else is how we give back to our communities because it only takes one person and then another and then another, you know, ripple, domino effect. Everybody is waiting for something big to happen, I think. <laughs> Myself especially, I feel like every day I'm waking up, I'm like, okay, is today gonna be the day that I become a millionaire? 
is is today the day that someone's finally going to notice what I'm doing and it's like you you were still looking around for this for this outside validation to tell us that something big is going to happen today rather than just declaring it And we may look back years from now and realize that the day that we declared that something great was going to happen was the day that something great happened. It didn't have to be, you know, the whole world screaming our name and, you know, that we got a round of applause from everyone around us. It's just the day we decided to do something different was the day the world changed. You know, you have these... Um, <laughs> We have these clickbait videos that'll say like, oh, I manifested $8 million, hear the story how. And it's like, okay, I've experienced some pretty big things in my life and it didn't give me this huge feeling that I thought it was gonna be. I think I've quoted this like in one of my episodes before, but if you've ever seen the Pixar movie Soul, this is like one of the best descriptions I've seen of this in like television and movies so far, but he was at a point where um, he finally joined this quartet that he wanted to be in. It was like his dream to be a part of this quartet and play in this band. And when he finally had his gig, he's like, okay, what's next? Is that it? And it reminded me so much of like things I've been in my, I've, that have happened in my own life. Like for example, when I released my EP last year, I was like, okay, when I finally release this EP, it's just it's gonna be this big moment of bliss because everybody's gonna love it. And I look back at it a year later with, I don't even know how many streams I have, but it's not big at all. And I'm just happy that I did it. You know, there was no big thing. Like I thought it was gonna be because I was building it up and telling all my current friends and you know community on social media about it but nothing like it wasn't the build-up that I thought it was gonna be but it wasn't disappointing it was just like you did that you know we we talk about doing things all the time but it isn't until we accomplish them that we're like okay so maybe it wasn't like all the fanfare I was expecting but I did that you know I made it happen for myself and you know, read, as someone who reads a lot of like astrology reports and, you know, watches a lot of tarot readings, I think that can also get confusing because they're like, okay, if you have this sign, this sign, this sign, big things are going to happen for you. You can expect this. And then all week we look around waiting for something to happen. When, you know, astrology is just a language. It's a language of the stars. So the one big thing you think, you know, is going to happen could probably in retrospect seem pretty small but when you look down the line 30 years later you're like wow that's the day my life changed when I decided to start my business that day that's the day my life changed not the day I got my first million dollar check but the day I decided the day that I decided to start my start my business and take care of myself you know the day I, I decided to start a workout program and change my body <laughs> Miss Luna wants to be the star today. She is not having it, guys. Like, you don't know how much this kid likes to be in the spotlight. You all know I don't mind having my baby on here. Um, that's one way I try to keep this podcast as real as possible because I have her with me all of the time. But me and me and uh, Luna, we, we might be tussling a little bit as she gets older because she demands so much of my attention and will not let me do anything without her most times. Sometimes she'll let me put her down, 
But lately, because she sees me on this microphone so often, she's like, uh-uh, I'm going to say my piece and you're not going to get a moment. So I have to like stay my claim with her. She's even laughing at me now and be like, uh-uh, Missy, mama needs to do something for herself right now. So you're going to let me do it. You might you might fuss and fight me, but I, I fully expect these to be the themes of the rest of my life with her which is hilarious because I'm the same way. Like when I want something, I'm very clear about it. I do not budge or change for anyone. And the minute somebody tries to tell me otherwise, I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, that's not what I want. So (laughs) I know where she gets it from. (laughs) Say hey. Say hey. Your public awaits. So I know I've covered a few things today, um, and I, I don't know how long this episode's going to be today. I just want to continue speaking from from the heart a little bit. And I've realized, you know, that's my gift. For a, a long time, I didn't know what it was, and I've picked up and put down so many things. You know, I've, I've done sound healing. I've done meditation. I've done teaching, you know, different things, not just that. I've been a writer. I'm still in the process of writing a book that I still haven't finished yet. But the one gift that I figured out I had was the minute I got this microphone. And I will say these microphones, especially the Shure brand, they, they put some kind of drug in this Shure brand because all these celebrities use this microphone now. Even like in this TikTok era where everyone has a podcast, you're not a true podcaster unless you got this sure microphone. They put something in it. But um, it's helped me realize what my gift is. My, my gift is speaking and motivating and helping others transform their lives in, in one way or another. And I never really looked at it as a gift because I've always felt like I'm just talking. And I've driven quite a lot of people away in my life with giving them the blunt, honest truth, because that's the only way I've learned how to speak at this point in my adult life. I'm someone who did not feel comfortable speaking the truth when they were a child. So I told little fibs all the time when I was a kid. And now as an adult, it's like I am, I don't want to say vicious, but I am very adamant about telling the truth. And not everyone will love it. But the people who do need to hear it, who are looking for someone to give them that honesty, you know, I could be that person for them, or this show could be the place for that. I want to give people other perspectives. I spend so much time watching other people's YouTube videos, and like, wow, they just, they just have so much knowledge, and I, I just resonate with that. And the whole time, I could be talking, not to take away from their shine, but to realize my own power. And not needing that validation from everyone, but just saying, okay, you have something to say. That's why this microphone was created, so you could get up and speak and inspire others. You say you want to inspire others. Okay, you got the vision board. Okay, you've got the thoughts in your mind, but what are you physically doing in this world to do that? How are you changing other people's minds about things? How are you opening them up to things if you never use your mouth to say them? The universe, like, I've realized, will, like, it'll set you up for everything that you want. It'll give you everything you need, and then you just don't use it. (laughs) And for me, like, I've been so busy trying to grab at other things that I don't use the one power that I have. And it's like, okay, you said you wanted this. We gave you this gift. Why aren't you using it? 
You say you want wealth. You say you want success. Here's a microphone. Here's a laptop. Here are these skills on how to edit. Then I'm like, no, but I want it now. Somebody give it to me. I'm like, you, baby girl, you got to create it for yourself. You, 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 we gave it to you. You asked for it, we gave it to you. Now, if you don't do anything with it, we can't do anything about that. <laughs> you know, it's, it's crazy how we deny the things that we say we want. Like, you know, we'll say, oh, I, I, wanna, I want a real estate company. Okay, have you done your research on houses? Do you know how to sell a house? Do you know where the best neighborhoods are, where, where you would want to sell? Do you know anything about properties and location? Well, no, but I hope somebody buys a house. Like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'll play this game with, with, my, with my partner very often, my husband. You know, he'll tell me he wants to do something, and I'm like, okay, well, did you read this? And he'll, he'll say no. I'm like, okay, are you eating this? And he's like, no. I'm like, okay, then. Like, what's the problem? And he'll tell me, you're being so mean. But it's like, the, the way that I'm being blunt, the universe is pretty blunt with this, too. Like, it doesn't know emotion. It just knows you ask for something. Here are the tools. Are you going to use them or not? And if we don't choose to use them, then that's completely on us. We point the finger at society a lot, and I've done it myself. You know, at the beginning of this podcast, it was all about helping the BIPOC community, and there was no BIPOC representation. And I'm sitting here talking about it, and then I had to take a step back. <laughs> I had to take a step back a few months later and say, like, what are you complaining about? You are the BIPOC representation. We keep pointing the finger at, you know, white people in the psychedelic community and saying they're keeping us out. No, we're keeping us out. We're not, like... You can't look at someone else and say, hey, you're not feeding me. Go feed yourself then. You can't say, hey, you're not creating this for me. Then create it for yourself. You can't say, hey, you're not loving me. Love yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to create for yourself. This world operates in a hive mindset. They want you to think you, you need everybody else to accomplish what you need. That doesn't mean don't have friends. But I will say having friends has hindered me a lot in my life. And it doesn't mean I don't want any or that I'm not a welcoming or loving person. It just means when I allow myself to be influenced by what other people are doing, it stops me in my tracks a lot of the time. I look at them in the way they're moving. You know, I analyze, I judge, I point the finger and say, maybe I shouldn't do that. She doesn't really think I'm doing a good job. Maybe her opinion matters more than mine. Like, no. And I know that's a hard truth for people to hear, too. Like, you should care about what people think. You should care about what people want to hear. Of course you do. That's marketing. That's selling. You want to sell a product, you got to hear what the people want to hear. But you also have to create something for yourself, too. We don't want to be selfish, but if we're given a certain gift in life, it's so that we can spread it around, you know, and someone somewhere will resonate. And it does not matter what the topic is. I've heard topics on literally everything that I may not have necessarily resonated with, but I see an entire community for. Horse lovers. People who want to talk about space all day. People who want to talk about psychedelics. NASA. You know, there, there's tons of groups. There's something for everyone out there. But do it your way. You know, don't think that... Just because you're a part of a group, that means you have to operate in a group mindset. Maybe you're meant to be a leader. And I think if we had more leaders, there would be less hive mind. But, you know, that's that's just an opinion, neither here nor there. 
So we have, I'm not really a holiday celebrator anymore. I think I was when I was younger because it was a big part of my family dynamic. But between having children, the pandemic, you know, everything that's gone on, the holidays are not quite the same anymore. But one thing that remains true is holiday depression and the way people feel being separated from family and doing their own thing and you know the family unit isn't what it used to be anymore and some of us are feeling guilty some of us are feeling obligated to still be around other people and I want to talk real quick about how this can interfere with your own path so there's also a special kind of drug in in the holiday season where they make you think it's supposed to make you feel warm and in the spirit of giving. And But why, one, I want to say, why is that only one time of the year where you're supposed to feel in the spirit of giving? Where you're supposed to love your fellow man, so to speak. Um, but it also is a time that we know of extreme consumerism where we, we give gifts, you know, and we have all these parties and all of this. But people feel so separate from each other right now. People feel like, okay, I don't have what I want or need right now. And this is going to be a time that's going to test you. It's going to have you seeing, okay, what about all these lessons this year? You know, you you creating your own space and peace. You're going to go back to what you just separated yourself from for the sake of a holiday? For something that's fictitious, that is supposed to just make you feel good for a season? And then what? You know, this look more at this time of year as the hibernating mode you know the the fruit has now fallen off the tree we've gathered and we're storing it for winter you know mulling on what what's going to be born in the spring right now and in the winter it can feel dark and cold and lonely at times but when your mind is constantly going and you're not allowing yourself to be pulled in every single direction that you already separated yourself from during the year, you don't necessarily have to worry about that. Not in the same ways. Like, you have discernment. You know what's for you and what isn't for you. You know that things are just here to try to make you be a part of it. But maintain that individuality about you. Maintain that spirit maintain that drive that you have for whatever it is that puts passion into your spirit and into your life. I don't know what these next few weeks are going to bring. You know, we're getting closer and closer to the end of the year, and it's going to be the beginning of another one. You know, we got (laughs) Tesla robots. We got people wanting to be millionaires. We've got people... You know, saying that the housing market is crashing and Biden doesn't care about us. And there's so much going on right now. But if I could offer any piece of advice to anyone who listens to the show is that you are your own person. Do not allow yourself, bless you, do not allow yourself to be influenced by outside sources unless these people love you dearly and support you in maintaining your own path. Every day, going into the next one is not the end. There's always a solution. There's always something you can do. It is never the end. Please remember that that is never the end. There will always be something that you can do to keep moving forward. As long as you have that mind, that's all that you need. You don't even need to feed your hands. As long as you have your mind, that is all that you need. 
because you are endless and you are limitless. So until next time, this has been Taylor Healing Collective Podcast. And as always, let love lead the way. Visualize my desires. I create with intention.